0: Hey y'all, this is Eric and you're listening to Southeastern Bowhunter Podcast. What's going on guys? Eric here from Southeastern Bowhunter Podcast and we are doing a season update episode. Um, This episode is just going to be kind of a season update. I know I haven't really been putting a lot out. There's been a lot going on with, with season, with family, A lot of mistakes, a lot of exciting things, mostly mistakes. Um, So what I'm going to talk about is basically just the things I've done that, you know, I probably shouldn't have, um, things that I plan on doing, you know, spot updates, deer updates. And that's where it starts getting exciting because I guess I'll just dive into it. But my grandparents' place, you know, at the beginning of the season obviously after shooting pickles, I really, I kind of just, I just stayed out of there. You know, I I didn't want to booger it up too much. I was paying attention to how the deer were, were moving on camera. And for, I mean, literally three weeks, they, they did not daylight one time. Now I had scouted this area a lot over the summer, but summer patterns going into fall patterns are completely different. So, you know, I didn't, uh, I, 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 I never really had a chance last season to scout for the fall because when i came in it was middle of november and i didn't i had no idea what was going on on this property around this time of year but let me just tell y'all that bluey is not the biggest buck on this property not even close there is a deer that i've named tank who after looking at a bunch of age you know age charts for deer and and what the rack could look like mainly what their body looks like and what their faces and necks look like um he's at least four and a half years old and that's without a doubt he's probably the biggest deer that i'm on right now both in body size and in antler size um i sent a picture of him to a buddy of mine excuse me that hunts over in rockdale he actually which i'll touch on this more but he actually hunts across the street from my spot um and I sent him a picture, and I was like, hey, man, there's a new buck showed up. You know, he's he's huge, at least huge by my grandparents' standards from what I've been seeing. And he was like, dude, that deer is easily 130. And after looking at 130-inch deer, um, I, I believe him. I really do. He's a 9-point. He's a, he's a I'd like to call him an 8, but if you look at his left side, he's kind of got this one little split. At the very end of his bane beam that I guess you could count as a point. You could hang a ring on it. So as far as I'm concerned, he's a nine point. Um, He's just a tank, man. I mean, he's he's a big, mature deer. And he, he was around for about four days two weeks ago. Uh, showed up actually after the last time I had hunted that spot on a Friday afternoon where... All I saw was a spike I really was expecting some does to show up They never did Um, And I'm actually glad that they didn't Because my whole plan at that time Was to treat my grandparents' spot As a doe spot Just for the next month or so At that time You know, this was beginning of October Um, Bluey was kind of showing up some Kind of not There wasn't really anything exciting on that property So all my focus was on my Rockdale property which was absolutely on fire. Max was there. Nugget was there. There was a couple new bucks. I mean, they, they, were, they were basically taking all my focus away from my grandparents' place, which kept me out of there. I mean, yeah, I'd put some feed out every now and then. I'd batteries in the cameras, but I really wasn't hunting it. But what's what the bad part about that is, yeah, I wasn't hunting it, so I wasn't putting a lot of pressure in there, but I also was not scouting it. I wasn't really moving cameras around. And that's something I learned recently that I've got to do. Reason being is after, after Tank showed up, so he showed up the, the night of when I was hunting. It was, it was way later than when I got out. Um, the next day I was going to be hunting in Cobb County with, with JD from Drawback Outdoors, which I'll also touch on that. Um, but, you know, I, I wake up the next morning and I get these pictures of this absolute giant. And I'm really regretting not hunting over there that, that morning. Cause I had thought that he would show up in daylight cause he was brand new. He was probably checking out the area. He never daylighted. He wasn't even close to daylight. I think the last time I had pictures of him was at 4:30, but he was consistently showing up for about a week. And then he just, he disappeared for four days. Um, you know, I thought, okay, well maybe I put too much pressure in there. I, I moved. So I, I thought he was gone. Right, I thought that he got tired of you know me being back there. Even though I wasn't back there a lot, um, I've been looking into a lot of you know how long does your scent stay in an area. I've seen pretty much everything from 15 minutes all the way to 12 days. So y'all take that with with a grain of salt. I'm I'm just I'm gonna start going in, or I've been started going in scent free. I spray down with scent killer spray. I will spray down with nose jammer. Um, just whatever, whatever I can use. And, uh, so anyway, I'm focusing on my grandparents place. There's a lot of other things that happened in my Rockdale spot. There's some cool stuff that happened in Cobb County. Um, I'm actually on the way right now to go pull my camera from my public land spot. So I can see what's going on there. If it's even going to be worth going. Um, because tank tank is, is he's becoming more consistent. And the other day, I think it was Tuesday morning. He daylighted for the first time, and I know exactly what conditions need to be. Spartan Forge said full range. My wind was perfect. Um, the temperature was perfect. I mean, it, it's it was it was a perfect morning, and he showed up trailing a doe. Now that's not to say that the rut's on right now because I don't think that it is. Usually, from everything I've seen in my region, it's from November I believe 4th to the 15th is is peak rut. And so right now they are uh, they're in pre rut and they are they're looking. So he daylighted and I'm over here. I, I had to go out of town for work, and um, I'm with our alarm guy and I'm telling he's a hunter too, and I'm telling him I, I my jaw drops because I've seen pictures of tank, but it's always been at night and you know yeah you can see what a deer's characteristics are like at night, but a daytime photo really shows you how big they are and. His name, I mean, he lives up to his name. He is a freaking tank. Uh, I mean, so he may be bigger than 130, to be honest. I mean, I, I I, really can't tell from the photos, but he makes Bluey look like a one-year-old. And I thought Bluey was going to be the biggest buck on this property. And he makes Pickles look like a one-year-old. And that, that's saying something because Pickles is an 11-point. Now, he's not very big as far as height or mass. I mean, he's got some mass to him. He gets all his inches and his points from his um, from his tines. Or not his tines, I'm sorry, from his brow tines. Uh, he actually came back, chip from Newburn Taxidermy, scored him. He came back 102 and 48, I believe. So I mean bigger than I thought. Not not the 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 monster that I'm after, but I've got tank in my radar now. So unfortunately, this coming weekend I have to go out of town for a wedding. <clears throat> and the conditions this weekend are going to be exactly the same as they were on Tuesday. So I won't be shocked if he shows up again in daylight and I'm sitting out of town and, uh, you know, I'll just I'm, – I'm not going to be happy. <laughs> I'll be happy daylighted, but I'm not going to be happy if I'm not there. Um, but anyway, so that's kind of the update for my grandparents' place. Um, I'm going there again next week. Next weekend, next Saturday, possibly next Friday evening, depending on what this what these deer are doing. You know, with it being the 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 rut, basically next weekend, I, I, any time to be in the woods is a good time. Uh, but yeah, tank is my number one deer right now. He's he's a tank. I, I've said it before. You know, I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep saying it. it it's it's unreal how big this deer is. And if you want to see it, reach out to me on Facebook or Instagram or whatever. Um, and I will send you a picture of him and you can see just what I'm talking about. So that's my Gramps place. Um, my Rockdale spot. <sighs> it has been a headache. I saw a decent eight point. He was about the same size as Pickles, so I didn't shoot him. Uh, the first time I sat there. Second time I sat there, I saw, I think, a either a doe or a spike. I want to say it was a spike. Let him walk. Sat two weeks in a row and didn't see anything and then comes two weeks ago when I was uh, what was it when I was hunting all weekend I sat that Sunday morning and also that Sunday evening saw a spike in the morning, saw nothing in the evening and I'm thinking that none of these bucks are daylighting I I have a cell camera over there, I knew that Max was in the area I knew Nugget was in the area Uh, But what I did not know was that Saturday, after I hunted my grandparents' place, I could have gone and hunted my uh, in-laws' place. But I didn't because, you know, I had to be up in Cobb County kind of early. Honestly, I was tired. You know, excuses, excuses. What I did not know is that that Saturday morning, Max had daylighted for the very first time ever since last January and so I didn't even know this until this past Thursday so a week ago and my plan originally was to go hunt my grandparents place last weekend and let my in-laws place sit for a bit well when I pulled my camera and saw that Bax had daylighted that changed everything because I'm thinking for whatever stupid reason I was thinking okay he daylighted this Saturday or this past Saturday. He's going to daylight again this coming Saturday. Not the case. The only reason that he daylighted that day was because it was a full-range day and the conditions were perfect. This last Saturday that I sat, I was in the the stand for maybe, maybe, I don't know, two hours. And my cell camera wasn't sending pictures. I did bump some deer walking in. Didn't know who they were. Turns out it was just a couple spikes. But the problem I have is... I did not see any movement. And then I got a text from my buddy that I was telling you all about that hunts across the street. Max was at his stand at 30 yards that morning. He didn't have a shot, but Max was there. So I am I got frustrated. I got down. I took everything I have over to my grandparents' place, pulled um, some SD cards over there, found out a better idea of where Bluey – I actually got Bluey to daylight again. Further back into the woods is where I set up. Um You know, about 200 yards, maybe maybe 150 yards from my my main spot, I set out a couple cameras, had pictures of Bluey, had really good pictures of Tank, had good pictures of this other deer that I don't even I don't really have a name for him. Um, He's just a basket rack eight, uh, probably the same age as Bluey. He'll be a good buck next year. Him and Bluey both will be great bucks next year. So that's that's something exciting. But at my in-laws place, man, I just I'm not gonna say that I'm done hunting it, but. My camera wasn't working, so I have no idea what's been happening in the past week. I just went back yesterday and fixed it, saw a doe, and that's it. And I don't know what the deal is. I mean, it it's better than last year, because last year I didn't have hardly anything on camera, but I haven't seen any of the big bucks that have been showing up. I'm pretty sure that since it's pre-rut that they're out moving around, and maybe I'll get a photo of them today or over the weekend or whatever the deal is, but it's just its just annoying, man. I, 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 I could have shot a doe uh this past Saturday if I had just gone to my grandparents like I wanted to uh like I originally wanted to but I didn't so made a mistake there and you know I'm really having to hold back on, on doing a lot of things because I'm not I'm not trying to mess anything up with tank. Honestly I told my buddy Tyler that hunts across the street from my in-law's place I was like man if you see Max or Nugget or Vader or any of those big guys just shoot them. It's like, they're good deer, man. Just you, you've obviously got a better spot than I do as far as their preference. I'm pretty sure they're using my, my spot as a staging area and they're just, you know, moving through. Um, and that's, you know, it is what it is. I, I know that my, uh, my grandparents place is going to be on fire in the next month. Um, so, you know, i I'm focusing mostly on that. Now, touching on the Cobb County trip, that was a lot of fun. JD, thank you for having me up there, man. Um, can't wait for you to come down and hunt my uh, Jasper County spot. The, the cool thing was that I've never hunted Cobb County. And JD was kind enough to tell me. He was like, man, if you see, if you see a big deer, if you see a big buck, shoot it. I don't care who it is. He's got two or three... Um, at minimum, Pope and Young Bucks up there. One of them is, we call him King Louie. He's probably the widest deer I've ever seen. Uh, he's got to be at least five, five and a half. He's smart. And JD has been trying really hard to get him. Uh, you know, it it's it's a battle, man. It really is a battle. Because these deer are so smart and there's so much land out there. Uh, turns out, when we were walking in, this one deer that he calls Landon's Eight. Um, it's his son... It, it was his son's deer, um, but he basically is hunting it now. Long story, but anyway, that deer was probably fifty yards from us when we were walking in, and we had no idea. Uh, so that explains why he didn't see why he we didn't see him because he knew that we were there. And I, I, you know, I had high expectations. It was pretty hot. I did not get that high up in a tree. I was maybe like ten feet. I thought it was eight foot, but then I measured. You know about how high I was and it was closer to 10, 11 feet which is not that high but I had plenty of cover and the crazy thing to me was we we set up or I set up over this little muddy creek I guess I would call it a muddy creek patch or like a mud patch in a small little creek that we saw a ton of deer sign tons and tons and tons of tracks one of which was a really big buck track and JD was like alright set up here I'll set up 120 yards down, the, down the, the cut through, and we'll just see what happens. Uh, we put feed out, and I did not know this when I set up, but I actually was sitting next to a feed tree, so that worked out. Um, my goal was to shoot does or maybe a, you know, a Cobb County Giant if one showed up, but I wasn't really expecting anything, and I didn't see anything really. Um, there was a little, a little forky buck that came out at last light, he, and this is where it gets really cool. So remember, I'm about 10 foot up in a tree and he comes out from my right and I guess he wanted some apples because he went right under my, my tree stand. And I'm over here freaking out because I'm like, dude, he's going to see me or he's going to smell me. Now, I did spray down a ton with Nose Jammer. Um, and I, I believe in Nose Jammer. You know, I know, it, I know nothing is going to really beat a deer's nose. And, you know, a young one-and-a-half-year-old buck isn't the smartest animal in the woods. But the fact that he was – I could have easily touched his head if I wanted to. That's how close he was. And he had no idea that I was there. And if he did know, he didn't care. But, yeah, it was cool to see him. And that's kind of the wrap-up on that. As far as, uh, you know, my public land spot goes, like I said, I'm pulling a camera. Um, I'm going to check it when I get home and see what's going on before I have to go meet up with the kids. Uh, sorry. I'm on uh, daddy duty this, this week, so got to go pick them up and do something at their school tonight before we go out to uh, North Carolina tomorrow for a wedding. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm going to check this camera, and, you know, if if I don't see anything, I may not go. I may not go to the second archery season up here. It just really depends. I mean, I did make a mock scrape. I know that there's deer in there, but my, my thing is, do I really want to, and I may go like on a Sunday morning or something. I'm not going on a Saturday if, if no big bucks are showing up on camera. Uh, it's been out for four weeks and excuse me. Sorry. I, uh, I think, I, I I think there's going to be something on there, but I could be wrong, man. You know? And if there's not, and I decide to go, then I'll go up in a different spot. But this is the same spot that I saw that gigantic buck last season on the same weekend. I mean, and my plan was to do the same exact strategy I did last time. Just go in blind and use a grunt call. Use the bleat can and hope to God that something shows up. But uh, that's kind of not what I'm doing this year. I'm going to still do that if I end up going there. But I've obviously got a camera now. I made a mock scrape. I did find a lot of deer sign where I put this camera at. There was a lot of poop. Uh, So, you know, I could see some does, I could see some small bucks. I could see that giant from last year. I don't know. I don't know what's going to be there. Public land is tricky. And I've got plans to actually hunt public land more next season, mainly because, you know, the cost of feed is going up and it's, it's, I'm not going to say it's harder when you're feeding, but it, it's, it definitely will make them nocturnal. I've noticed that. And it's also more of more of the fact that I don't really want to spend ten bucks a bag on corn, and that's if I go with corn, which I usually don't do. So I don't know. We'll see. Gonna probably hit more public land next season. I'll be scouting a lot more in the off seasons. Um, I'm gonna check out Gaither, Clybell, all of that because it's ten minutes from the house. And uh, yeah, that's kind of kind of the uh, the season update. I have I found out that my draw length was wrong this entire time that I've been shooting. Uh, I had it at 28 inches. I'm actually 27 inches. So dropped it down, bumped my pound it my uh, draw weight up to 70 pounds. So I'm still shooting the same speed as before, just shorter length and higher poundage. Is what it is. Um, I have switched from the G5 Mega Meet to the Q80 Exodus. Nothing wrong with the with the ex- with the Mega Meat. My only thing is with With how slow and how, you know, because I'm only shooting 244 feet per second, which that's not that slow, but still. Um, With my shorter draw length, I kind of want to stick with a fix for now. It's nothing bad against the Mega Mead. I love that broadhead, and I may switch back. But right now, I want to use the fixed blade. The only one that I really like or trust, I guess, would be the Exodus. Um, That thing is Deadly. And they're a great company. You know, they're made all made in America. I plan on switching to one of their rests after this season. Um, And they're just they're just good people, man. They're really good people, and they make a great product. Their customer service is top notch. Um, I got nothing bad to say about them at all. So that's the Broadhead that I'm shooting. I found out my arrow weight is 495 grains. Uh, What else? you know that i did have some arrow problems but it turns out it's just my rest being out of out of whack and i fixed it so we're good there um yeah and that's that's kind of kind of what's been going on i can't really think of anything else pure whitetail has been amazing they uh, i've got some what's it called buck dust something like that um i think it's dominant buck dust i've got that out in some mock scrapes it's been working a little bit um you know this time of year is tricky man these deer are so hard to pattern during pre-rut and rut but if you've got does you're gonna get bucks and i've been telling everybody that i've got a lot of does on this property maybe a little bit too many but i get pictures of bucks every single night and bluey actually is getting so comfortable with this area that he decided to bed down last night right in front of my camera just out in open field completely bedded down so that tells me that i'm doing something right where i'm not going in too much my scent is not in there a lot And they don't feel pressured. Now, Bluey is the deer that was with pickles when I killed him. So, Bluey has seen a deer die this year. He's been pressured more than any other deer that I've laid eyes on or got pictures of. And the fact that he's bedding up... Now, yes, it is at night. But still, the fact he is bedding up right next to the feed, 10 yards from my ground blind, and 15, 20 yards from my camera... I mean there's a reason I'm not chomping at the bit to go in there even though I am because I'm being smart about it this year and not over pressuring and doing the things that I did last year that ruined my season so if any of y'all are getting that itch I get it trust me there's nothing I would rather be doing than sitting in the woods this weekend because of how good it's going to be but buddy of mine's getting married so we're going there um and it'll be a good time you know it'll be fun but uh Yeah, I just – I really think this season's going to be a good season for everybody. A lot of my buddies are on good bucks. Um, I can't believe that I have a chance to even hunt this mature buck. I was not expecting this. I really, really thought that the genetics, at least where I'm at in Jasper County, that they weren't that good. But I am wrong. I am very wrong. So hopefully Tank sticks around. Hopefully none of the neighbors shoot him. If they do, congratulations. But – I'm gonna sound a little selfish that I want that deer. <laughs> that's that's gonna be my target buck the rest of the year until he disappears, and then maybe I'll go after Bluey or something. We'll see. But um, anyway, got uh, got some guests lined up. I'm gonna try my best to make more episodes. It's just really difficult right now. Um, but I have my buddy Thor coming out or coming up next week, I think. Gonna try to get JD back on. I'm working on getting the guys from Seek One to come on. Uh, I sent them an email, and I may ask Jay to reach out to him if he doesn't mind, because uh, that would be cool, man. Those guys, I look up to those guys a lot, as much as I do Jay and T Bone. And I want to thank Jay and T Bone both for coming on. Y'all have no idea how awesome that was, and I cannot wait to do another episode with y'all. Probably gonna do it, maybe in you know the off season, because I know that you guys are busy. Jay has been killing big bucks. Uh, well, big buck. He's still on another big one but hopefully y'all saw his video. If not, go check out 4610 Productions. It should be the one, uh, let me think. It should be the one two videos ago. Yeah, I think that's what it was. And congratulations to Jay's daughter. She killed an absolute tank deer as well not too long ago. He posted a video of that. I mean, hey, that's awesome, man. So anyway, thank you everybody for listening. Uh, give us a a rating on Apple or Spotify and leave a comment, leave a review. If there's anything you want to hear, tell me anyone you want me to talk to, tell me and I'll reach out to them. Uh, trying to get red arrow on, I would love to have Kip Campbell come on. I reached out to them. They said to reach out back and you know, that could be in the works. So anyway, that's the season wrap or not season wrap up. We still got a long way to go. That's a season update. I'll try to do these maybe one or two times every, every month um, until season's over. If I shoot tank, y'all better believe there is going to be a video. There's going to be a episode. I'm going to be obsessed with that deer. Um, but anyway, thank you guys for listening. Please, please, please do not forget to give us a rating review. Talk to me. Let me know what you want to hear. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Southeastern Bowhunter Podcast. Go give us a follow on Facebook, Instagram, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and our YouTube channel.